song from uh, Knocked Up comedy movie with that one girl that can't get work in Hollywood anymore and <sighs> Fat Noah, Jason, whatever. Can't really remember his name either. Oh, and uh, what is his name, Zach? I am fucking horrible, horrible trying to describe this stuff. Don't really have anything on the agenda today. Um talk about uh i got a new hobby which is collecting bourbons and whiskeys and uh and that's been going uh fairly good spending too much money which when you start this stuff out you usually do then you could start to pull back and refine yourself a little bit you know not go on uh so much what all the how would i say it the store owners when they you you, you walk in and they say hello and then the, you know they want you to try this or buy this and it's one of those things where you can do that and then you could spend you know a hundred bucks a week which i can't do i can do that but that's that would be comparable to like cocaine or like some that's a lot of money a hundred bucks a week to spend on a hobby anywho uh what's going on i don't think i can talk about anything in the uh social media slash news section area i'm glad that you know uh president biden made it to his hundred days and he gets to talk about what all he did and all that stuff i'm glad that there's healing going on in the nation there's healing going on on one side that's what they don't tell you we need to get back together after, uh, not even got to go into it, but it's good that we're getting back together. Let's put it that way. As much as we can, because there's so many bullheaded uh, conservative people out there that, uh, you know, they, they, they don't really, I don't know, they, it's one of those things that I don't think that the president holds as much weight as what they think it does i mean everything has to be voted on by the congress and senate and blah 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 and who holds the house and pelosi's evil ass up there she reminds me so much the next time you watch nancy pelosi talk watch her hand her hands come up and she's like emperor palpatine when he like uses his electricity out of his fingers Every time that she raises her hand when she's talking and she sits there and bounces it, she looks like she's charging. She's electrifying, trying to electrify people with her hand. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. But enough of that. I think that 
the whiskey and bourbon community and how would I say it? The newfound members like myself, I've always been a partaker, but uh, I really didn't know that uh, whiskey and bourbon had flavor. I just used it to get to a certain point in my mental cognitive state to be a fucktard. Uh, so now that I'm sampling the like the oaked, the double barreled, the uh, you know <clears throat> the cherry flavor, the you know getting hints of this and hints of that put into the different. Uh, sorry about that. Um, you know the different Bob Dylan's, Knob Creek, Elijah Craig's. <clears throat> if I can tell, if you would go to a liquor store, I would probably recommend that you start out with a regular wild turkey. That's got a nice bourbon. That's it's that's a really good one to start with. I wouldn't even go with Maker's Mark on it first first little bit. bit. There's another one called, uh, what is it, Larceny? Yeah, Larceny, if you can get it. It's a really good one. But if you're going to go with uh, a little bit more expensive, try to find Basil Hayden. If Basil Hayden is too expensive, then go back down to, and I'm, I'm being honest when I say Jim Beam Black. Very, very nice. Very nice. I, I would probably wouldn't push people towards Four Roses or, you know, Angel's Envy or any of that stuff until you get a baseline. And a baseline is not taking shots of alcohol down your gullet to actually put it in a nice glass, you know, empty glass. You can drink out of uh, Disney glasses if you'd like. But I was talking to one guy, and he's, he's even said that uh, he sits there and almost warms it up a little bit in his hand, lets, a, let, lets the whiskey get uh, almost warmer than room temperature, <clears throat> which I don't really care for. doesn't really matter. But I have been drinking my uh, whiskeys neat. Neat means no ice. On the rocks is ice all kinds of different terms and single barrels and cast drinks and rise and there's all kinds of different terminologies that you can learn uh, you know but uh, then you get back to the basics like uh, crown oil <clears throat> which you know if you ask me five years ago is crown oil an expensive whiskey I'd say yeah that's the top shelf $22 is not expensive. You know, there are a lot of other whiskeys out there that can, uh, and, and bourbons that can um, run into the $100 range. You know, you can even get, you know, stupid. And, you know, it's like when women pay $500 for a purse or, you know, whatever however much money for underwear and bra just doesn't fucking make sense man you know stuff to carry your junk in or you know even your <clears throat> find something comfortable for your tits something to let your crotch breathe and whatever 
but uh, you, you don't need to spend 100 bucks on anything. You know, they got uh, old granddads, and uh, there's a couple one that I've been um, going towards. Old Fosters, I believe. But uh, you got the Irish whiskeys, the Jamesons, and the Torlemadu, which those are those are probably my favorite so far, and that's not spending a thousand dollars. Those are pretty inexpensive. Most of the scotches that I have, which scotch is something that you need to sit down, you need to buy a handle, a whole fucking handle. $30, $40 on a, a nice handle. And then, and I would start with the cheap stuff. Buy a nice thing, a handle of cheap stuff, and when you spend the money, you're going to drink it. I don't care what it tastes like, you're going to put you're going to put ice in it, you're going to do whatever you can to get it down. But I would I would start with a cheaper scotch. <clears throat> and then when you go to the next stage up, the next step up in uh, scotch, you're going to sit there and go, hmm, this is better, you know. I guess it would be, it's be like changing the thickness of rubber band that you're snapping yourself with. If you snap yourself with a thick rubber band, and you're like, oh, my God, I can't, oh, I can't take this, you know. That's how scotch is when you first start drinking. It's rough. But then after you get more, you know, more of a palate towards it, it's like trying anything for the first time. The first time you tried beer, I don't imagine you liked it unless you, I don't know. But uh, there's a lot of other things that have, you know, you have to kind of get your taste buds around to it. Uh, so things that I like didn't like when I was eight, now I like when I'm 50, so... One of those things, and Jack Daniels, you know, there's a lot of, how would I say it, uh, the Jack, just regular Jack Daniels is rough for me, and everybody else will tell you that, oh, that's my, that's my go-to, that's cool, man, if you could drink it, Jack Daniels, in a glass, with no ice, and that's your go-to, then, love you to death that's great but if you put jack daniels with coke and put ice in it and think that's delicious you're fucking a right <laughs> that is some kind of there's some kind of a magic that happens with jack daniels and coca-cola put some nice ice in it oh man you just sit out in the porch all day long and you know watch the birds fly around and wave at jed the neighbor and Whatever, you know, it's, it's just a good day until you wake up the next day because you've drank probably three or four Coca-Colas. And anytime you sit down, you just sit down. If you, if you sat down at a dinner table and you said, and you put four Cokes down in front of you, and like, okay, I'm going to drink these four Cokes. Do you know what your body does? Your body just perceives it doesn't know what kind of syrup or anything it thinks it thinks that you're trying to poison it <laughs> your body is saying why in the fuck is this guy doing man 
and that's after one. The second, it starts to it starts to lose hope. You know, the third, it's 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 starting to shut shit down. It's starting to say, "Oh fuck, we're, we're you're, you're. the fourth. The next day, you will wake up with a hangover because you have drinking <clears throat> whiskey and colas, and that is anything sweet. Anything sweet, I, I, I've got a, I have a bad tendency for hangovers. One of my favorite alcoholic beverages I've ever had is called a painkiller. A painkiller is rum, like uh, Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan. So it's pineapple, orange juice, Captain Morgan, and cream of coconut. It's called cream of coconut. It's an ingredient that people use to cook with and mix drinks with. <clears throat> it's a thick, white, milky substance. That uh, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it is a thick, white, milky substance, but it's sweet and it's very delicious. Anyway, you mix that together in the proper, you know, uh, whatever the mixtures of it, and that drink. You put a fucking straw in that thing. I, no kidding. I could drink 10 of them, 10 mason jars. And then the next day, my head would feel like my wife put a hatchet in the middle of my forehead, hit me with something, because your your head will be splitting the next day because of what your body thinks it tried to do the last night. Now, the whiskey and the bourbons... Don't, I really don't have that effect with. I wake up with a slight headache, but that's just because my body takes the alcohol and turns it into, what is it? Fucking, it starts with S. Oh, anyways. It turns my the alcohol straight into uh, something and uh, goes through my bloodstream. And still, still, if you have diabetes or anything, it's still going to fuck with your diabetes. So if you have diabetes, don't listen to me. Don't drink, you know. Even you can't even do diet pop. Diet pop sucks, anyways. I've tried several. I've got the cherry, got, you know, the different uh, ales, the ginger ales and stuff. You know, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Anything fucking diet that I've had in, in a mixed drink, it, it's just it just tastes like hydrox, you know. Because you can sit there and put an Oreo, a fresh Oreo, and a fresh Hydrox side by side. And you eat one, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that was delicious. You eat the other, and you're like, okay, I see where you're going. You're trying to, you're trying to get where that first one was, but you're nowhere close. That's my interpretation of uh, diet. I've got a couple of different uh, Crown Royals, which I... I Bought them just, just to, I guess for company or my wife or whoever might partake in it. It's I got a vanilla, <clears throat> I got a regular vanilla and a peach crown royal. The peach you probably won't be able to find, but you can go to Jim Beam Peach, which is comparable. I mean, if you put side by side and you had the everyday person and said, which one's Jim Beam, which one's Crown Royal, most people wouldn't be able to tell you. I mean, it, it, it the Crown Royal peach almost just tastes like schnapps. I mean, peach schnapps. You know, 
which is another delicious drink. Peach knobs and uh, what is it? Orange juice. That's one of the. <clears throat> that was my first first thing I ate. Me and my cousin named Joshua Mason. I think his last name was Mason. It might have been Pfeiffer. I, I don't even know what his last name was. You know, you don't think about those things when you're a kid. Anyway, uh, me and Joshua, uh, I found a bottle of peach schnapps in the camper. And uh, I, I straight up stole it. And uh, waited, and me and my me and my cousin were out working in the garage. I don't know where my parents were. No idea. This, and I was 13 years old. Josh would have been 12 or 11. It had to be, because I had pictures of us. And Josh did not look like an 11-year-old. So I'm not sure what year Josh was born, but maybe he's only a year younger than me. He was 12, I was 13. Maybe I was 14 and he was 13. I don't know. Around that age. We drank that whole bottle. And we have pictures of us dancing out in the garage. The very first time you could get drunk. And we were out in there just jamming and listening to ACDC and every, all kinds of different music. You know, Phil Collins, you name it. And it was a, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. You know, that's the, that's the kind of things that you, I guess you get when you don't have a, a parental, any kind of a parental guidance. But uh, that's blaming people. And uh, I don't know that if, I, th I think at alcoholism and uh, the other addictions that come in life, they, they most certainly do have some kind of a pre-programmed, it's like a, um, you know, when a dog lifts his leg, you know, if you take a puppy straight out of the womb and you bottle feed it and blah, blah, you raise it and you, you nurture it and everything, and then you take it outside, that dog is going to go to a tree and lift his leg because that's what he's programmed to do. You know, no one taught him that. So it's one of those things I do think that there's programming inside of us that to do certain things and I, I think some of those are going to be negative um, my uh, I think my, my last I don't know about my great great grandfather my grandfather was Stanley Preston Pendergrast and uh, <clears throat> he was in Caledonia Ohio and uh, his wife Maxine, my great grandmother, and then they, their their son would have been father. My father was Bob Pendergrast. But ever ever throughout history, the Pendergrasses have been alcoholics. I don't know about bad alcoholics. I think Stanley Preston was a bad alcoholic. My dad was more of a functioning alcoholic, which is kind of what I've kind of kind of grown into. Um, more, more or less, I've only, I might get drunk, and I mean drunk, once a month, and I know my wife is like, ha, 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 you fucking, you, 
No, I'm not lying. I mean, drunk. You know, if you get drunk. But the other times that I drink, I drink to a effective buzz. And then I get some grub, get ready for bed, you know, take my nice big of Powerade or whatever liquid I need to drink. Because you do need to drink throughout the night. Because if you don't, you're going to be hurting like a mofo in the morning. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I'll get functional, functional drunk. Not obliterated, but I'll get functional drunk once a week. And then once a month, I'll push it too far. That's usually when, you know, I get in trouble. Not in trouble, trouble, but just trouble. Um, let's see. I don't know about the masks. You know, I, I, I think that if everybody is in a room, let's, let's, let's put 40 strangers. No, let's put 4,000. Okay. I'm going to have 4,000 strangers walk by me in a line. I'm going to have a mask on and every one of the other 4,000 strangers that walk right by me. And, uh, Let's say they hand me a ticket. Okay, I'm a ticket taker. I've got a mask on, and the 4,000 people that come through get a ma- have a mask on. And I take the ticket and I put it down. Okay, now that scenario right there, I don't think, even if, let's say, 10% of them, 10% of 4,000 is what, 40 people or 400? Math has always been my nemesis. So let's not say 10%. Let's say 1%. I know 1% of 4,000 is 40. Okay? So 40. So 40 of those people that handed you a ticket are positive COVID. They're masked. I'm masked. I took their ticket. I didn't rub their ticket on my face and touch my anus or anything. Ticket just goes on the pile of tickets, okay? And then afterwards, I go wash my hands. I highly, I really, really think, and this is in a room, in in the stadium, you know, this isn't outside. I really do think that I would not get it. Now, you take that same 4,000 people, handing me a ticket. I have a mask on, and they don't. And they walk through and hand me a ticket. And 40 of them have fucking COVID. I don't know that I might not get it. You know, that's a, I would say it's a probability because of the highly contagious nature of it. But um, maybe, maybe not. Uh but you take my mask off and everybody's masks off and 40 people are breathing in my face that come by. I'm going to say there's pretty good fucking circumstances that the other 4,000 people, there's going to be a lot of those with COVID. Now I wear my mask for you. You wear your mask for me. That works. When I got a bunch of fucks, fucktards at Walmart, that don't wear their masks. I swear to God, man. That just drives me crazy. And you got to see all these fucking old people walking around with masks. 
you know, you want to be respectful. You don't want to fucking, it's like you got the herp, you know, you got herpes and you're fucking walking around with scabs on your face, you know, wanting to fucking kiss people. You know, that's the way these old people look at you when you don't have a mask on, you know, but I can, I can attest that today, uh, a lot of them are vaccinated and even, and some of them, when they're vaccinated, they don't, they don't, haven't been wearing their masks, you know, which is, it's pretty impressive for an old person to have the cognitive awareness that you are vaccinated. Okay, maybe not from this new fucking strands that are coming out here, you know, trying to kill people. Now, I guess, again, whatever the fuck. But I guess we just have to get through it. You know, it's got to be like the new flu. Maybe. Unless, you know, Fauci comes up with some miracle. You know, I I was listening to a guy the other day, and I thought it was funny as fuck. It was uh, it was at the uh, flea market. We was outside. Nobody had masks on. It was, everybody was just walking around. And uh, that was last Sunday. So I'm, I'm pretty damn sure that I would, if I would have gotten it, I would have been showed symptoms right now. <clears throat> so, and I was listening to him talk to this other old guy, and he's like, you know, that's what I heard. I heard that damn Fauci is the one that created this virus. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He created that virus. Now he's making millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Ah, fuck it. I just shook my head over there. I can't fucking believe some of the shit that these people come up with. It's, it's fucking crazy. Bill, Bill Gates wanting to put a fucking chip in you? Ugh. I mean, uh, I love Alex Jones to death, but, uh, you know, you, you get too far out there. And and if if I had a hundred if I had a hundred million dollars oh let's just say a hundred dollars if I had a hundred dollars and I had to put it all on one thing whether Bill did it or not Bill Gates I would say it's ninety nine percent chance that he did doesn't have anything to do with that but is there a slight possibility man you got to say yes. Is there a reasonable doubt? No. There's not a reasonable doubt. But is it possible? You got to start seeing the possibilities of things. Because there's a lot of things out there that I think think are going to come to fruition. Uh, They're going to come to light. And uh, when, when I, because there's things that I can tell the older people population that they would look at me and they say no it's not true i'd be like yes it is true you know when you put your thumb arm length up towards the sky if you took that sky that just your thumbnail covers you would have a billion stars just in that thumb that 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 people that look through telescopes fuck I would say archaeologists but that ain't it it's fucking anyways those people they said there's a hundred million stars just in that thumbnail you know you put your thumbnail all across the sky and it's billions and billions so it's one of those things that and each one of those stars has a solar system possibly 
and that goes for infinity yeah so there's there's stuff out there and there's you know there's there's things that people can't even comprehend you know i think that sometimes you know people they talk about 9-11 and that kind of bullshit that conspiracy theories that you know that that's a possibility and and uh you know again i'm gonna put 99 dollars on the table that says no it it was not it was you know totally what it was supposed to be like you know and there's still that one dollar that says it's possible so and when i say possible i don't think that our government could have done anything uh, to let's say plan it but could they have seen it coming and not done anything i think that's I'll take five of my hundred dollars and put it on on that that they seen it and didn't do anything about it. So that's one of those things where the big old conspiracy theory thing I, I I enjoy talking about and stuff. Just when you go too far and you start, you try you you try to out dumb me. What that means is you try to put dumb things into my head and be like oh here's you know there's oh it's uh, it's possible isn't it no it's not fucking possible you know like the landing on the fucking moon that it's not you know that we didn't do it the only way would have been to kill everybody that had that secret it's the only way after this long of time that it kept a secret that we did not land on the moon it was all a, a movie that we shot or whatever it's, it's just dumb. And if you're going to continue with your dumb jargon, I, I really don't have room in my life for you. Flat Earth. You know, the Earth is flat. It, you know, we just keep... I don't have room in my life for to, to waste my energy and time on you. But uh, then you go to quantum computers and quantum uh, reality and quantum physics saying that two things can exist at two different places at one time and they know this for certain because they can measure it and all kinds of bullshit i tell you <clears throat> when we get to a we get to a stage because if you brought half of the stuff up to people that were in their you know like let's say 1900s or let's go ahead and say 1950 okay 1950 if you told people you know that you know whatever they'd be like no no it's not it's not it's not possible you know when when we saw that you know captain kirk with the communicator and, and all this kind of stuff everybody's like no it's, it's like a walkie-talkie you know wow you know but you fit it in your pocket that's crazy you know now we have watches that you know like the johnny quest or what i can't remember what the cartoon was or you know you talk in your watch but you know you can even watch you know you know facetime your son in sweden with your watch you know it's just crazy some of the things that we could do and and those those are probably basic things i'm talking about there's probably crazier stuff out there that we can't even you know think about right now you got the, the like 
the bio stuff, like the CRISPR and different things that's going to revolutionize. You know, I, I just can't imagine that we're going to cure, like, cancer. I can't imagine that one day we'll cure it because I, I don't think that the Earth can handle uh, our biggest, you know, uh, what is it, our biggest killer on the planet trying to get these uh, cancer, uh, which is the human, the human being is the cancer of for the planet. We keep spreading and tearing it down and burning stuff and polluting and stuff so when I say the cancer for the earth that's humans you know I, I can't imagine that we can extend our life you know we'll live longer and uh, all this stuff and cure cancer and, and have that many more people live longer I don't know it's hard to tell I mean I have loved ones that have cancer that you know I do wish the, you know I, I think that we've there's probably a 94% chance that most of them are going to pull through, which, you know, that's makes it a happy day for me. Uh, you know, but um, I, I can't imagine that, that unless somebody, unless another country starts it, you know, I think that uh, then uh, we'll probably get on the train of uh, curing cancer, but... I don't know. I don't know. The big thing right now is China, Japan, Russia, and Ukraine. I don't think that uh, we have a, a dog in the fight as far as staying out. Of st we need to fucking stay out of it, but we need to be the cooler, which is the roadhouse. You know, you, you, you just sit in the back and you cross your arms. And people know that you're back there. Don't make the cooler come out. You know, that's what that's what we need to be. We need to fucking stay the fuck out of it. You know, there's, there's all kinds of different things I think we meddle in that we, you know, when Biden said that, you know, Putin's a Putin. <clears throat> Putin, I don't even know how to fucking say it correctly. The Russian leader is a, is a killer, you know, and then it's one of those things that he didn't have to say that. <laughs> it's like poking the bear, but uh, I don't know. I don't think that we're, I don't think that we're destined for destruction quite yet. I think we're doing pretty good. So. All you kids out there, start breeding so we can have grandkids and keep the intelligent people that are going to have babies, keep those uh, people populating the earth and, you know, the ones that are just, you know, squirting a kid out, you know, they're going to raise them. And I don't want those leading the country because so, so, somebody's got to lead the country. And there's a... The movie, I can't remember what the movie is, is called, but it's like uh, when things get too easy for us that uh, we start lowering our, you know, our bar for the president or for whoever. 
uh, and I'm I'm totally on Joe Rogan's uh, uh, page when it comes to, you know, we should not have one person lead the country. It should be a team, you know, should be a team of the some of the five smartest people that we can we can come up with, and uh, you know, three of the five vote. You know, I, I don't even know about three. Why not? Why not fucking thirty-one? You know, and uh, I, I think that that's about the best way you can go about it. You know, it's got to be three middle, or thirty-one middle of the road people that are just highly intelligent. Here, let me let me run this by you real quick. This is something that I heard when the pandemic first started. There was a doctor that went on and they were at a council meeting or whatever. And he goes, he, he, he had this outrageous thought that if this thing is going to kill a lot of people, that we probably need to uh, infect some of the doctors and nurses now, get them healed, and then they can, you know, so we have doctors and nurses. Because if this thing just go, burns through us and wipes out 50% of the population, <clears throat> then uh, we're, we're fucked. But if we go ahead and concentrate on the doctors and nurses that we do infect, and we go ahead and get them well, they can start picking up the weight as the doctors and nurses fall. And it was one of those things where it's it's a preemptive strike, where you take you know you take and and everybody looked at that. Oh, oh can you imagine? It's just outrageous. How he's, you know, thinking that uh, we should infect people just so we can get ahead of things and all. It's just, it's just terrible. That's the kind of thinking that we need. We need those kind of people out there that are willing to, uh, you know, do the outrageous stuff just to see. Okay, well, what what if we take this step? And uh, oh, that's just crazy. Why would you even try that? You know. It's one of those things that, you know, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but uh, I guess I would tell people out there just uh, don't don't be normal. You know, park in the uh, reserved parking for uh, this shopper and uh, this pregnant lady or this superhero or whatever. Not always, because we, we, we can't always break the law. But you need to, that's the kind of thinking, though, you have to do. Especially if you're in any kind of, uh, in, you know, kind of thinking about inventions or thinking about anything that to do with <clears throat> changing your life. You know, you have to get out of the box. It's one of the things that uh, Jordan Peter says, get out of your father's house. And then... You know, it's one of those you know, where you don't know until you branch out and start leading your life differently how good things could be. You know, one of those things. If I, I know if I would have stayed in uh, Caledonia with mom and, and uh, Aaron Stainer, and uh, 
a lot of the trouble uh, things in that area that I would have I would have fell I know I would have fell I wouldn't have had any kind of uh, prospects other than you know just having a kid somewhere and I'll see him occasionally or whatever maybe maybe I don't know what I would have grown up to be but my brother knew at uh, 20 some years old or no he was he put he would have been 26 married with married to Colleen Zarzinski and Marion uh, he would have known at 26 I need to get my brother out of that situation because if not it, that's he's just gonna you know I think it was more Colleen's uh, rational thinking that we need to get that boy out of that area bring him down here to Florida now and then I started going down there in Florida and working and stuff and I was down there for about three years and those are crucial cru crucial three years I should have I should have joined the military but uh, I didn't have any uh, buddy pushing me and I probably would have quit because I probably didn't have that in me now I do <laughs> if I had the brain now that I had and, and when I was 18 19 I would definitely get in the military and I would have fucking succeeded that's one of those things I think that I'm going to get out of here tell you that uh, I love you very much I'm not very much that's, that's, that's going a little bit too far but thank you for listening and uh, peace out Have a good night.